Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. Our special guest today is Ben Naiman from Sweet Home, Alabama. He started a lawn business in high school. He'd go to school till about noon or one and uh, get out there and do about four or five yards till dark and uh, basically rinse and repeated that uh, when he went off to college as well. And I'll let him share the story, but it's pretty crazy because uh, there was a, a moment in time where the line was drawn in the sand and he said, you know what? I'm going to go all in on this lawn business. And so uh, he made the right decision and he's going to tell us about the story on today's show. I want to let you guys know before we uh, start chatting to Ben that there is some money on the table for you. How about $150,000? You heard that right. Jobber is doing their grant program again, and they're going to be giving out 25 grants um, to every type of home service professional. And in years past, they've done this lawn care and landscaping businesses have been recipients. And so uh, these grants range from $2,500 to $15,000. I don't know about you, but I will gladly use utilize $2,500 or $15,000. Absolutely. So you can get your hands on this money if you win. And again, 25 grants are going to be rewarded across four categories and that totals 150,000. So I want to see several green industry podcast listeners win. Uh, Mr. Producer is going to put a link to the jobber grants in today's show notes. It's completely free. You just have to fill out the application. And then if you uh, get accepted, you go through another uh, wave of applications, I believe. And then eventually they, they announce the winners. And so again, we have had success with uh, folks in our industry winning in past years, and uh, you can apply again um, in the show notes, and uh, good luck to you. That's 25 lucky folks are going to get rewarded between $2,500 and $15,000 through the Jobber Grant Program. More information in today's show notes. So without further ado, let's bring Ben on here. And guys, by the way, we are videotaped these podcast episodes now. So if you want to watch them, we're on the YouTube, but uh, we got everything set up here. So how you doing, Ben? Welcome back to the show. Uh, it's been busy, Paul. It's kind of getting in that, that spring rush type of year. It's uh, we're getting real busy. We've been doing a lot of, a lot of mulch lately and pulling on a lot of new clients this year. I've dropped a few and uh, it's, it's, it's going pretty good, but you know how the spring rush gets, we're starting to get ramped up and, everything's you know greening up pollen's going crazy here it's just unbelievable but 
uh, we're just uh, we're getting in the spring rush. I'm pretty excited and uh, getting some new clients that I'm excited about, new properties. I'm, I'm um, can't wait to get on, and some of them we've already started getting on, but some of them we've uh, we've been delayed because of this weather. It's been a lot. It's been a rainy week here in Alabama, pretty much. But uh, but it's it's off to a good start. I'm I'm excited for for the 23 season. It's going to be a great year, I believe. Well, let's start with uh, year one and how how you got started in this industry. Tell everyone your story and 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 that first year of the humble beginnings. Oh yes, sir. Yeah, uh, let's see. It all started my sophomore year in high school when I was 16 years old. Um, I need some money, uh, so I you know I got in my head. You know, you could go out and work. You know, fast food line. You know, make make a decent living, minimum wage, which is about seven twenty five an hour back in. Uh, I guess that was that would have been 2014. I believe it's when I got my license was in 2014. It's when it's all that's kind of when all it all it all came together and started for me was in 2014. Um, I was a sophomore in high school. Um, so my plan was, uh, you know, I needed some money for gas. Uh, so you know, lo and behold. <laughs> You know, you got to get a job. So, uh, so I came out, and of course, I've been cutting grass since I was about twelve or thirteen years old for my granddad. Um, you know, we'd spend spend summers. I'd spend a lot of summer you know, during the summertime. I'd spend a lot of time out there at his his house cutting for him, and you know, making side money for him, and a few uh, about two or three others, you know, customers and stuff that I started to get slowly on and on through the through the uh, through that year, but. Uh, but it all originated. Um, my granddad, he's he's really the culprit behind my business. Uh, he's he's kind of been the enlightened to me. Um, you know, we um, he gave me a small loan of a thousand dollars, and which uh, which I took in into consideration. It it uh, it all began pretty humbly. Um, if it wasn't for him, I I probably wouldn't have brought BNL what it is today. You know, and I'm very proud of that. Um, but you know, it wouldn't all start if it wasn't for him. Um, but, uh, it all started out with a five by eight trailer. Um, he found for me actually from a guy in Huntsville, Alabama. Um, it was just the old, you know, regular, I wouldn't say raggedy trailer, but it was a five by eight single axle, uh, you know, trailer ended up paying $450 for it, uh, slowly, uh, began into that journey. Uh, and then I, you know, I needed a good mower. So, uh, I found a Craftsman uh, tractor mower, which you used to find at Sears, which I know Sears is almost no longer even a thing anymore. Um, Craftsman tractor lawnmower. I found it for $500. So I was in it about, you know, $1,000 into it. Uh, he, he let me, you know, I borrowed some money from him and kind of got me started and got my, you know, till I got my feet on the ground. And, um, and it started from there. Excuse me. But uh, anyway. <clears throat> five by eight trailer uh craftsman mower and uh i actually had a craftsman curve shaft weed eater i don't know even anybody's a fan of the curve shaft weed eaters those those are really treat you back pretty pretty roughly if you know what i mean paul <laughs> i kind of learned that early on too uh between the straight shaft and the curved shaft weed eater but uh it was a journey so uh so what i did uh i was in high school so i I, my my local church I went to I went to church with him uh, local church of Christ uh, which I still do still attend to this day um, there was a few few people I went to church with that uh, 
that was needing their grass cut. So about two or three people from from that church, I would uh, I'd cut during the week. You know, about five or six kind of grew from them, about five or six clients. And then um, <clears throat> so each day when I was in school uh, up to my senior year, I would leave school, which I wasn't able to, you know, they have these co-op programs now, which I think they still do. I was able, I wasn't able to do it to my senior year in high school, um, be able to leave uh, around 12 or one o'clock during the day and co-op and go, you know, a lot of, a lot of kids now they'll, they'll leave 12, one o'clock and they'll go, you know, to their job and work to the evening. Well, I was fortunate enough to be able to do that with my own business. Uh, I wasn't thinking it was going to work out at first, but it ended up, I was able to do that. So, um, so I began to do that. So I leave school my senior year. Uh, I leave about 12 or one o'clock every day and go cut, you know, five, try to do at least five or six lawns before dark every day uh, up till I graduated high school. And, um, you know, through the years, you know, during that time, uh, it allowed me to have gas money. And I was dating a girl through high school during that time. So it allowed me to have a little extra money to spend, you know, and, and go and do my thing when I was younger which is the whole idea of what I needed to do to provide for, you know, myself and to start something that I'd never, <laughs> honestly, never thought I would venture into this far today, which I'm humbly blessed. And I'm glad that I'm to a point to where I am. Um, but it wouldn't have been, if it wouldn't have been for my family and my granddad, my granddad's just the, the culprit behind it all. Uh, if it wasn't meant for him, I probably wouldn't have brought BNL to where it is today, but, um, so through, through the years, uh, after I graduated high school, I went on to, to community college and, um, eventually, you know, I took my welding, uh, I did pretty good with welding during high school, uh, ended up actually going to skills USA for the state of Alabama in, uh, my senior year in 2016 in the spring of 2016 and competed state in a state, uh, statewide, you know, uh, competition. Ended up placing uh, first place in that. I was very excited about that. I didn't ever think I would venture into that that far, but I was I was so blessed to be able to to just focus. The main thing is focus, and I was nervous going into it, but I ended up doing that. Went in first place of state with Skills USA. I think it's still a thing nowadays. I don't know, but it's a great program. If any if any anybody out there that's that's in that nationwide, I believe it's a nationwide thing still. It's a good program to be in. But uh, eventually after that, I, I went to community college, finished welding, uh, took it for about, I want to say, four semesters. Uh, I, I finished that, got, got done with that. Um, and then when I, was, when I was actually in community college, I would actually, it's, the business kind of grew on from then. Um, I would actually leave community college and go cut after I would get out of welding class. So it was kind of a long stretch path. Uh, that kind of grew into something really, really good. But um, it just took a lot of time. Um, you know, I got to a point eventually where it was either work, it was either my, you know, my business or school. So I got to just a certain point where I can only handle so much. So I ended up finishing uh, school my semester in, in Weldon. And uh, I got all that done, took care of. I disliked a little bit in academics of getting my degree which I didn't get to finish because I got so busy with this, uh, honestly. <laughs> but I don't know if I'll ever go back and finish up just yet. I, I haven't really decided. But 
but after after community college i kind of just ventured into the business and i i kind of felt in my heart that was where uh, my bread and butter was going to be i was you know very happy um you know because um there's not a lot of opportunities around where i live at and uh the biggest thing is you know i thought to myself you know i can make this a great thing and be patient and through the years which this is my 10th season uh this year um you know i just told myself you know if it's something you enjoy doing uh you don't work a day in your life and i've i've been told that by so many people and um you know i've i've came such a long way and you know there's not a day that i don't ever i you know i wake up every day it seems like i don't work a day in my life but there's always consistently something going on um you know and it keeps you excited and that's what i love um but it's also a great living that you can make you know being in the green industry it offers a lot and uh and it's it's a great thing and when you have a passion for something like this it's it even makes it even more exciting to get up and get to go to work and do something you love every day and uh and everything but but it's it's been a been a long process like i said it's uh, it started with a five bait trailer and uh you know grew from there uh and a lot of hard work a lot of a lot of hours i put in just you know myself you know and i never thought it would be what it is today which i'm very excited and, and very blessed that i can look back and see how far you know that you've came or i've came and you know there's a lot of other people that with similar stories you know and you can just one thing i could say is just don't ever forget where you came from or where you started your roots because you know at the end of the day you put in so much effort and so much energy into something and you feel like you're not getting uphill or you're just spinning your wheels but i look back now and i you know i don't regret anything that from high school on that i you know that i uh that i regret you know doing this you know because it's i love it it's a great industry um you know it's it's a great thing and you know you just you got to put more time and effort into it if you want to make something great um you know i know you said in your books in the past paul um you know it all starts with humble beginnings but it just it takes you and 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 a passion and 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 love you know that's what it takes and um you know it's it's my baby to me i don't have any kids yet but to me it's my baby you know and a lot of a lot of guys treat it like that and to me it, it will always be my baby until something else you know comes up and i decide you know something else in the future but as far as i know <laughs> i'm pretty locked in with what i love to do every day so but it's it's been a journey um like i said i had so many other opportunities i could have went i could have went a lot of different places especially with welding i knew um i knew with welding it would it would cause for me to travel a lot and not be at home because there's just there's just at that time there wasn't a lot of opportunities here at home for me to make a decent living and i told myself that you know you know you're ever going to have a you know it's i you know it's a long process i thought about making a decent living and what i need to do and what choices i made to do and it uh it was a scary choice going in um <laughs> i did have days i cried because i was so scared to death of it but i knew um i knew if i kept on working hard and i knew if i kept my quality up you know and told people the biggest thing is when you tell somebody you're going to be there a certain day or you know you're going to be there doing this job or what you're going to be doing it's very important to to, to be, be on time and to make sure you know what you're doing 
and uh, to show up when you say you're going to show up because that that follows a long path of uh, of where I've gotten today. You know, with reputation, reputation is a big thing. Um, you know, if you if you don't have a good reputation, you're not. You know, it's not going to really help you in the long run with growing your business and being in business because. Um, is at the end of the day, they're relying on you, the customer is, and making sure that you show up and take care of them. And the biggest thing is just taking care of them. Um, my biggest thing is I'm humbled a lot of people, and that's just how I was brought up and raised. Um, I'm humbled to a lot of my customers, um, you know, and everybody needs to be that way. You know, there's, you know, there's certain ways, you know, a customer could come out, and it's just like on a job recently, we've done a landscaping job on on a lake house that was a million dollar house, you know, and she came out, you know, and kind of was, you know, in the wearies of, you know, what we decided to do um, on the landscaping design. So she wanted something a little bit differently done um, than when I originally showed her out and, you know, I, I gave her a plan and what we was going to do. Um, so she wanted something different, which we already done the work, you know, everything was completed and, you know, which was okay. Um, but you have to really, in those type of situations, you have to really keep your cool, uh, no matter what situation it is, because at the end of the day, you want to make them happy and make sure you fulfill their expectations. Because if you don't, then you're just, I mean, you're out here, you're not making any progress and you know, it's, it's not a good thing to not exceed expectations of your customers, because that's what I try to do and strive to do to this day. And, uh, and that's the biggest part of my business is, ex you know, and is exceeding a lot of their expectations because I want, you know, to reflect on my business and, you know, my crew. And, you know, at the end of the day, we want to make sure we can provide the best service better than anybody else in town, which they say competition. That's another thing I want to speak on. Competition, your competition is your quality, no matter what, what type of job you're doing, you don't think somebody up the street's got another business is this oh that's my competition no your competition is the work that you do and put in and the quality that you provide and what kind of expectations you can bring to the table for each customer that's a big thing to me um you know that's that's my competition to me it's not you know anybody here locally like eli you know me and eli baltazar we're really local uh work in the same two counties you know um he does a lot of hoas and stuff but the main thing is, um, you know, between me and him, he's not my competition to me. Competition, like I said, it's it's the work that you can do and it's what you can provide on each service for each customer. And me and Eli's, you know, we've talked about it so much and he agrees, you know, and I hope a lot of other guys that's listening out there can agree. You know, um, you never can just be better than any other guy because to me, that's just the only way you can be better is just by you know, providing a better service than anybody else, you know, and your quality. That's the biggest competition to me. And at the end of the day, I want to see him win. I want to see everybody else win in this industry. We're all out here together. You know, there's plenty of work for everybody to do. It's just, and, you know, and, and it falls back to knowing your numbers as well as you talked about, Paul, in your, in your recent books, you know. And it's an important thing to know your numbers because when you have a crew out there with you, you know, in time, and, you know, insurance is, you know, expenses, you know, it all adds up on the clock. Every every minute that you're working, it all adds up, you know. And it's very important to me to know, you know, make sure you got your numbers dialed in because, you know, you don't want to be out here every week not getting to a point 
or you're growing your business or you can grow your business because you've got the right revenue coming in and out. Um, if you don't have the right revenue coming in and out, you're not going to really be able to grow. You're not going to be able to provide a lot of good service and have good equipment and, you know, provide, you know, just a good service for your community and your, your customers. You know, that's what's very important to me, you know, but, but my journey has been a long way. Um, that's kind of my story on, on where I've started or how I got started. Um, just, uh, like I said, a five bait trailer and me and, uh, a blower from uh, from Sears and a and a weed eater from Sears. You know the what you say now. I guess what you say a lot of the chucks in the truck starting out with. I was a chuck in the truck at one point, but um, I eventually learned that thirty five and forty dollars a cut wasn't gonna get me too far. Uh, that was back in two thousand and fourteen and fifteen. But you know it uh, it made me some money to to put gas in my truck and you know to, to get along down the road and take care of anything else I needed to. You wouldn't drive a car without suspension, so why would you mow without it? With racing-inspired, patented full suspension and integrated cutting decks, Ferris commercial mowers are engineered to deliver a quality cut faster, allowing professional landscapers to earn more profit and bragging rights. Ferris suspension is not just a feature or a marketing gimmick. It is a game changer that simply has to be experienced. True suspension changes everything. Visit ferrismowers.com today to find your nearest dealer. Ferris. Experience suspension. Do you spend too much time worrying about the safety and security of your vehicles and machines? Are you tired of the hassle of building schedules and routes for your crews? Well, GPS Track It is here to help. They understand that keeping your assets safe and managing your crews efficiently are crucial tasks, but they don't have to be your job. Let GPS Track It take some of the mental load off with their cutting-edge tools, including real-time asset tracking, optimized routing, efficiency reports, and more. With GPS Track It, you can focus on your real job, building your business. So why wait? Visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to get started and experience peace of mind like never before. Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Are you in the market for a new high-performance mower? Look no further than the Kubota Z200. This mower combines quality, comfort, and ease of use all in one package. And now select models come with the new K-Ride Comfort System for optimized comfort. Experience the elevated zero-turn performance with the three-point system and choose from cutting decks ranging from 42 to 54 inches. Plus, the Kubota Z200 comes with Kawasaki engines. Don't wait to experience the difference for yourself. Visit KubotaUSA.com for more information and to find your local Kubota dealer. It it all started out with just, and I think it's grown a lot from just word of mouth. Uh, honestly, Paul, it's, it's you know, word of mouth is probably the strongest marketing tool you can have. Um, I know you can invest in so many other things like postcards and, uh, you know, a lot of advertising and stuff. But I, I've, I've never even had to do that, honestly. Um you know, I, I may be thinking about doing it if I continue to grow at a point that I'm at now. 
Um, but you know, I'm not really too worried about it because you know, it's word of mouth has really got me where I've gotten today, and you know, in some advertising a little bit locally and stuff. But uh, because I I like to sponsor a lot of stuff, a lot of a lot of local little leagues and stuff that play t-ball and stuff like that. I try to help out the community with that a lot. Um, but um, you know, I just uh. Anybody out there that's just wanting to start out and, and journey in this industry, um, it's going to take you and it's going to take you about three or four years of just of just you and hard work. I'm going to say, you know, eight to 10 hour days, you know, by yourself, you know, if you're wanting to, to grow a clientele, especially a mowing clientele at some point. It's just going to take time. You know, don't worry going into it. If you're if you're thinking about quitting your nine to five, you know, wanting to go into this industry. Um, you know, I, I recommend you doing it, but just, uh, just, you know, you can build it up to a certain point where you can leave every day after work at your full-time job and build yourself a clientele up to a comfortable point where you can say, Hey, this is my two weeks where, you know, I'm going to decide I'm going, you know, different ways, you know, won't say quit your job and say you have 10 clients that you have all summer to mow <laughs> and try to make a good revenue off that just to make a good living. I wouldn't recommend that, but, you know, get to, you know, a 15 to 25 clientele point where you can say, hey, I, you know, I'm I'm venturing to something new, you know, and, and go from there. Um, but it's I was at a point where I knew um, actually worked for electrical contractor while I was still mowing grass, too, because after I got out of school, uh, there was a time I think it was in 2016, the fall of 2016. We had a bad drought from August to about October, I believe, or November, and grass was just done for the year. I remember that year. That was a long. That was a long time ago, but that was the last time I knew we had such a long drought. But I was at a point where I was out of school, and I had about fifteen to twenty clients that I was mowing. So um, I knew that you know I wasn't going to make much revenue during that time. So I ended up taking a job. Uh, from a for electric, local electrical contractor and working for him for about a year and a half. Um, this was after I finished school at, at college and ended up <clears throat> working for them for about a year and a half and then kind of continued to mow every day after I would get off work with them. I would get off work about 3.30 every day and then go mow from, you know, 4 to, you know, 7 or 8 at night. I know that's late, but <laughs> I tried to mow at least four or five people after I get off work, you know, with that, um, I learned a lot in the electrical field. There's a lot. That's a good industry to learn to, to be in. Um, then I got to a point where I was working overtime a lot for them. Also, I wasn't able to get to my lawns. So I knew there was a, there was a line that had to been drawn at that point where I had to choose one or the other. So <clears throat> I was making, I will be honest with you, and I'll tell you numbers. Eleven twenty-five an hour for this electrical contractor during this time. So, you know, I would bring home after taxes, you know, probably $120, $110 a day, you know, working on eight-hour days, you know. Not a whole lot of money at the time, but, you know, we didn't have inflation and stuff back then. So that rate was okay. So um, so I decided, you know, to the point where I'll just, you know, I, I've got to choose, you know, and then um, – I came in one day, told my boss, you know, hey, you know, uh, I think I'm going to go other ways. So ended up doing that. I cried in front of him. I'll be honest. I'm going to tell everybody. Yeah, I, it was scary. Um, 
And uh, I want to share with y'all what he told me. And uh, I've told a lot of my friends this. Um, you know, I had a lot of opportunity in that field. But, you know, he said uh, he said to me after I told him what I chose to do, he said, what are you going to do? Cut grass the rest of your life. And I quote, that's what he said. So I looked at him with tears in my eyes. I said, yeah. I said, I guess I will. And to this day, when I walked out that door, I don't regret any bit of it at all. Um, this world is full of opportunities. Everybody's got the same 24 hours as me, you, Paul, anybody in this world. And I will say this one thing. Do not ever let anybody tell you that you cannot do anything that you put your mind to. Because I remember from that day on, that was when my life changed. And I'm glad it changed for the better because I never thought it would journey into something I have now. But. With that becomes a lot of responsibility. You know, I knew going into that when I left that day, you know, what, you know, what, what I was up against and what I had to, to strive and work on to, to, to build my clientele up, to be able to provide for myself and eventually my family at some point. And it brought so many opportunities to me after I left there. Um, I just went full swing and, you know, it grew from something that was 15 to 16 yards to, you know, Within a few months, I had 30, and then the next year, I had 50. The next year, I had 65-plus, you know. Uh, about a year or two years after I walked out that door, uh, that's when things started picking up for me really good. Which, it, you know, I worked a lot of hours and put in a lot of hard work, which you have to. It's There's just no way around it. Um, you know, if you're thinking about going in this full-time, it's it takes a lot of a lot of hours just for yourself. I remember I didn't hire my first employee till about around, I believe it was um, 2019 before I hired my first help with me. I think it was the 2019 season. I think it's when I hired my first help with me. Um, and then after that, um, it kind of, kind of went on from there. Um, and it was kind of a new thing for me because at that point I knew I was responsible for his living and his source of income after that. And I knew going into that, that was a very responsible step that I had to take. And everybody's going to, have to make that choice at one point. But um, it was a hard decision. But once I knew that uh, I needed help, you know, you know when you need help. And it's it's a good thing to have a good help. And to this day, the two employees I have currently now working for me, um, you know, I, I just want to reflect on how how important it is to provide a, a great workplace for, for anybody to come work for you in your business and in your company. Um, you want to provide a good environment that they love to come to every day. Um, that's the more, 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 most important thing to me. I learned a lot of that um, from my granddad. You know, he sat down and talked to me about that. He used to he used to run a uh, local steel building company and uh, he, he managed a lot of people that was over. He, he was over a lot of people at one one point in time, and he kind of explained to me, you know, going into what I needed to, you know, try to do with employees and how he handles stuff and how, and any time, even to this day, I might call him and ask him, you know, get his opinion on what type of situation I'm in about an employee or each situation or job, you know, and get his opinion about it because, um, you know, it, like I said, he was, he's, he's the one that's behind me, you know, in my business or how I got started. So, you know, I'll still ask him questions to this day, you know, and I've learned so much from him and, you know, it, 
it's it's a blessing if i didn't have him i probably wouldn't have what i have right now um honestly um the drive you know you, you got to find that in your heart you know the, you know what's your why you know why do you want to do this every day it's an important thing um and paul i'll say that it's it's you know you get to some points where you're is it worth it you know yeah it is you know you can look back at how far you can even how far i've came and it's it's worth every bit of every hour that you put in every blood sweat and tear you know it's and every day you came in dirty from head to toe i mean it's worth it um but you know it's employees to me today are very important you know in the times that we're living in right now um you know there's some that rather take a pay cut and come work in an environment that they love to come to every day you know as long as you can provide a good environment for them to work in and they're happy um that's what i strive to keep in my business and my company is you know a good good environment for them to come to every day and to make sure you know because i care about them you know i care about them as even if they're my brother and my sister you know that's just how i am um because you know i'm i'm responsible for their means of living and that's very important um you know, I don't want them to come to work every day mad or sad or I got to work for Ben today, you know, or, or Paul, you know, I just don't want to go. You know, he, you know, he yells at me and all this mess, you know, as you know, there's I've, I've gotten so many, I, even the local guy here actually just hired a new guy that actually came from a local uh, company here that boy, he was that man was working that. He was working him so much. I think they, he told me when I was interviewing him, he, uh, they were working, I think, seven days a week, almost like 70 something hours. And he was just stressed to the max. And I looked at him, I said, dude, I said, you ain't got no life. I said, how in the world have you put up with him so long? And, you know, it's, you can mow, I'll say this, you can, you can mow 150 to 200 yards a week, you know, spend all the time you want, but, you know, it really boils down to knowing your numbers because you can mow certain less amount of yards and still make a good profit margin at the end of the day. You don't have to work your employees to death, you know, like he was, you know, and that's one thing I learned off that, you know, it's, you don't need to do that because that, that creates a point in your employee's life where they don't have a life at home and they don't have, you know, a happy life, with, you know, with working um, that's a dangerous limit, you know, and I'll never exceed that because that's just, it's not a healthy environment to do that, you know, just to make your guys work, you know, seven days a week and 12 hour days, seven days. That's just insane to me. I mean, that's just like, that, that's where you get burned out. Honestly, you know, you can only stretch to do so much, but it just all depends on your pricing at the end of the day. If you're profitable mowing, you know, 12 or 15 lawns a day, depending on what you price them at, you can do, I'll say you can make more revenue. You can mow less and make more if you know what you're doing. That's what aggravates me the most here locally because there's so many guys that do that's really underbidding very bad on acreage of yards. But, you know, it's just knowing your numbers is a big thing. And, you know, I I've strove to do that and um, you know, I've I've gotten more the more older I've gotten, the more straightforward i've gotten about my pricing and price increases because you know as you get older you you know you got to have a life and you got to be able to provide a good life you know for yourself and you know as you get older you're not going to be as prone to being as like you was when you were 18 years old you know out here in the field and heat and working so hard every day but um and that's the biggest thing is knowing your numbers. I, you know, I went from cutting lawns when I was 16, 17, 18 years old 
you know, 35, 40 bucks, you know, to, you know, now I don't want to touch nothing less than 65, you know, 70 bucks a minimum, really. That's kind of my minimum now. I don't even want to cut nothing less from that. You know, that's just honestly where I'm at. Um, but, you know, you just got to know your worth. That's the big thing. I learned that early on, too, when I was younger. Um, knowing your worth and, you know, and make sure you know your numbers, you know, to this day. Um, it's very important to me um, and my business and company because um, it, it won't allow you to grow if you're not profitable. You know, it's, you know, I know you've said it in your books, Paul, it's very important. And, you know, Corey Ballard's, you know, he talks about it all the time. I uh, listen to their Green Ride podcast a lot. You know, he's he's really good influencer. Brian, um, you know, if y'all, if y'all don't ever heard of Brian Fortune, I don't, you're missing out because that man, uh, he's very special. Um, and, uh, I'm very proud of Brian and I've learned a lot from Brian too. And you too, Paul, it's, it's, you know, we didn't have the content. I didn't start listening to a lot of content until I was probably almost a year or two out of college before y'all two came along. Really Brian, you know, I know Brian's been doing it a long time, but um but you know god bless y'all you know if it wasn't for y'all you know um i wouldn't learn where i've where i've gotten to now just by the influence from you and brian and Corey and a few others i'm probably missing out on but you know um if it wasn't for y'all you know i don't think this industry would be growing and going to a point where it's at right now you know it's a very important thing to me but uh but it's been a journey for me um you know, it's it's humble beginnings at first, and then you think you're not getting anywhere, but you keep working hard and putting hours in, you will get to a good spot. And but you have to look back and remember where you came from, and that's what I always do, and that's what everybody needs to do because you know the good Lord will put stuff in front of you, and you know He'll make you remember why you've done this or how far you've gotten because of this, you know, and He'll remind you every day. You know, that's a big thing. Um, but you got to trust in him and trust in your heart and, uh, and and have a passion. If you don't have a passion for it, it's going to be very hard for you to be successful in this industry. You've got to have a passion for what any kind of, you know, green industry work that you're in. You know, it's very important. <clears throat> but uh, Very well said, Ben. And I'm excited to announce that uh, next year we're coming to Alabama for uh, Jason Creole. He's done an event in the past called lawn care life. And mm-hmm. then he kind of paused it for a few years and uh, we're bringing it back in 2024 in February over in Trustville. And yeah. so, um, anyway, uh, right. it'll be a big, big win for the community in, in sweet home Alabama. So hopefully Belsazar and, and, and you, uh, can, can make the, the short trip over to Trustville. Oh yes, sir. Be there most definitely. I I wouldn't miss it for the world. If it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be there, we'll be there. I'm I'm a really big fan of Jason. He's 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 another influencer. I forgot to mention earlier. He's he's a really good guy, man. He's he you know like I said, he went from mowing a lot of lawns to just spraying now. And yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he's explained to you, Paul. You know, older he's gotten, I'm sure he's just you know you, well, you gotta you know. Well, what what got him one day mm-hmm. is that. He was he he watched the Furt and Squirt guys come on mm-hmm. to the yard. He was mowing for it was thirty five or forty dollar cut, mm-hmm. and these 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 guys roll up, and now Jason's there for forty five minutes to an hour. You know what I mean? Doing it, doing you you got to get out and you got to mow, then you got to string trim and edge, and you got to blow. And, and the you know by the time you 
pull down your your uh, trailer and 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 do all the progressions. It can be up to an hour. Oh yeah, for yeah, four, forty-five bucks back in the day, forty. But I don't know what it was. So, you know, thirty-five, forty, forty-five bucks is irrelevant to the story. Yeah. So then these these jokers show up and they're there for twelve minutes and they just walk around with their little uh, wand and spray the grass and and yeah. they're gone in twelve minutes. And, um, they, you know, the customer paid them 75 bucks. He's like, wait a second. Mm -hmm. They were here for 12 minutes and got more, way more money than me. And I'm sitting here sweating, doing everything for 45. So that's when Jason said, like a light bulb went off in his head and he's like, Hmm. And he started looking into it more and more. And then he went, um, he doesn't know any yards anymore. Um, yeah. Uh, for, for, for hire, we, we, we do for social media, joking around, we go out and hack a few yards down. (laughs) Y'all got some good, good we, 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 we try to bring comedy to the internet, but, um, for, for, for financial, um, you know, to provide for his family, he's a hundred percent vert and squirt. And, um, and that's after, you know, doing mowing for probably over a decade. So he's, he's got a very unique, uh, a unique perspective, um, yeah. but you can also lose a lot of money in fertilization weed control if you don't know what you're doing and you're not efficient and everything. His um his route density is incredible. He he his Alabama Lawn Pros company is like um dense right around where he lives. So oh yeah, he's got dialed in. But anyway, yeah. um he's going to be hosting an event in February of 2024. Caleb and Brittany Almond are coming and speaking. Naylor Taliaferro. Um, the lawn care nut, Alan Hain, he's coming to speak. And uh, anyway, it'll be a big, big time. Anybody who lives out in Alabama um, or the surrounding states, uh, mark your calendars for February of 2024. Uh, sweet home, Alabama. Going to be a good time. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm excited about that. I'm That'd be a great event. I, I hope nobody can, I hope everybody can come to that if you can. That's going to be great. That's going to be exciting. It's yeah, but home. there's only 300 um it's only it's limited only 300 people because Tracy uh Jason's wife um her family owns this amazing property i don't know how many acres it is but they have like three different venues on it where people um can have like banquets and mar- get married and all this stuff so they actually are having the event at the the family farm so to speak um but it's it's not like uh, Brian's event or GIE where there's like this massive ballroom where they can just like add more chairs. It's a yeah. it's a you know it is maxed out at three hundred. So oh, yeah. I say all that. I know February seems a far time away, um, oh, yeah. but it will it will sell out and and it's it's truly limited to um, three hundred people. So mark yeah. your calendars if you guys want to come. Yeah, that'd be great event. Save the date. Yes, sir. Well, I really appreciate it, Ben. Um, I'm going to use this story. I'm writing a new book where I'm featuring success stories of um, people who have built businesses. And so I, I your story's always stuck out to me for a long time of just that guy yeah. mocking you, you know, and you're going to cut grass the rest of your life. And and you, you know, hustling from high school and just now you're, 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 you know, been doing it for a long time and you know, you're, it's a career that you enjoy doing. So. Yeah. Very excited. I'll say this, Paul, one last thing is, you know, a lot of my, a lot of my friends when I was in high school, when I'd leave to go, go cut grass, you know, they were doing a lot of extra, you know, a lot of sports and stuff, which is great. That's good. But you know, when you have a vision, um, I even drew my logo up in school, you know, that's how, that's how driven I was when I was a senior in school. 
but you know when you have a vision and have something to go after it you know it kind of just shuts all that off behind you but um but it's it's um you just gotta have a lot of drive you know whatever passion you have it just takes a lot of drive you know whatever you're doing but uh but i appreciate it paul and i hope you can take this and you know implement it in your new book oh it's it's gonna be in there yeah so it'll come out later this spring. Um, I've been putting all the stories together. I have a chapter with uh, Jay Jacobs from Illinois. Um, he's got a re- remarkable story. Um, and then I uh, did uh, Fair, uh, David Fairburn. He's up in um, Massachusetts. He does over a million dollars a month. I and am. so he's got a, he has a hundred and pull over a hundred employees during, you know, peak, yeah. peak season. Yeah. And these guys are just crushing it. Um, yeah. And then I have, let me look at here. I have Al Blade's story. Um, yeah. I have uh, Megan and Joey, my my bookkeepers. I have uh, Kayla and Brittany Allman. And so um, anyway, there's there's going to be about 12 different businesses that I'm highlighting that um, you can build a successful lawn care business. And, and here's how. And you, you shared great um, examples. Pardon me. You've shared great examples of you know, what, what it takes. And, and I think those two things you said about knowing your worth and knowing your prices, that's the biggest distinction because a lot of the companies that go out of business in this industry, they don't know their worth or their prices and, and they're just not charging enough. And, and over time you can't afford to keep paying um, good employees and, you know, the proper uh, lawn mowing equipment and trailers and trucks and all it's so it costs so much to keep up with all that stuff. If you don't have premium pricing, forget about it. it over time, it just can't work out. Exactly, Paul. Yeah, exactly. And, and don't be scared about that, guys. You know, I, like I said, I'm in my tenth tenth season, and I've gotten more stricter on my pricing, and I'm not scared at all. You know, it's it's what you want to make of it. You know, and at the end of the day, you got to have revenue to make it make it work, make it flow. Um, you know, cause it's, it's just like a flower. You got to keep it fed to keep it healthy. You know, and if you ain't got the food for it, it's not going to live, you know, it's, it's very important. And, you know, I can't say that enough. Um, just don't do nothing. Don't be out here cutting grass for nothing, man. That's all I'm going to tell these guys. I'm going to leave them with that and to make sure they know their worth and don't be, don't be scared about putting a good price out there for a good service. You know, that's all I'm going to leave you with. So <laughs> Sounds good, Ben. Well, I really appreciate you sharing your story and uh, I'll let you know when the book comes out and uh, you you'll be uh, you'll be featured and Mr. Producer is reading the audio book. So you'll get to listen to your chapter uh, read by by the greatest producer on the planet. Mr. Producer will be reading reading the audio book. So we appreciate Mr. Producer. If it wasn't for him, we we wouldn't have what we have right now. A lot of y'all wouldn't. So we're he's we're very blessed to have him here. That's we appreciate you, Mr. Producer. That's awesome. Yep. Well you enjoy your weekend, Ben. Um, and uh we will be in touch, my friend. Yes, sir. Well, I appreciate you bringing me on the show, Paul. I love the Green Industry Podcast. Everybody else just hit that subscribe button and help Paul out. I gotta grow this thing even more. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Ben. You need to increase your prices to earn more. 
but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the Price Increase Letter Template. It's a plug and play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the Price Increase Letter Template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.